Welcome back to the Liquid Flannel Podcast from Arlington, Texas. Fully decked out in a Betsy Ross flag, I am Matthew Hodges. Joined as ever by my comrade and co-host in Omaha, Nebraska, Brendan Williams. Brendan, happy 4th of July to you. Happy Independence Day. Thank you. I am also wearing a 4th of July flag piece of clothing, but it's not visible. Uh huh. But know that it is there and it is where my patriotism lies. <laughs> <laughs> and laughing at Brendan, possibly able to see his whale tail uh, from where he's sitting, is <laughs> our friend and old co host Chuck Williams uh, in from Lincoln. Hey, Chuck. Howdy. I am not looking anywhere near uh, where a whale tail could be, even though I don't <laughs> know where what a whale tail is. <laughs> It's, and, just, it's the majesty of nature. I don't think Brendan has the, the hips to be able to pull off a real whale tail uh, Betsy Ross flag. All I know is I went to a DQ drive through today, and it must have been Antifa at the window because they gave me a milkshake. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. So uh, we're, we're recording on uh, the 4th of July. And <laughs> happy birthday, America. We were a little worried that we were going to have too much uh, background noise uh, to really record, but my my neighborhood seems pretty quiet right now. Of course, our, our that son is, is still not up. what I have been led to believe about. There's the no rockets right glare over there. Uh, no, not so far. I mean, we're we're still like pre sunset here, so um, okay. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Once Bombs the evening kind of in air. continues, but um, of course in my neighborhood, you know, you do end up playing that game. Like, is that fireworks or gunshots? Oh, nice. Yeah. So we'll we'll find out. But you know, meantime, Donald Trump's uh, big salute to America thing apparently is going off in Washington D.C. The last <laughs> I saw, uh, Jordan Yule is is down there reporting, and uh, it looks like they're just getting dumped on with rain. So. Yeah, we'll, nice. we'll see about that. I hope that Trump comes out and he does a whole singing in the rain routine, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's just, you know, up there laughing and dancing and, you know, just, <laughs> just playing in a good time, reveling in the joy of America. You, That's what the day's all about. Could you That's really right. picture him trying to do that spinny move with the umbrella? <laughs> a little soft shoe. <laughs> I don't think that he could possibly, like, heft his girth up onto a lamppost. <laughs> <Just> to, <right. laughs> what if he was wearing those uh, Betsy Ross flag shoes? <laughs> <laughs> he right. puts the shoes on, laces them up. Yeah, it's America time. That's that's a decent enough place to jump into. You know the news of the past week, which is um, everybody's mad at Nike again. A uh, bunch of bunch of MAGA hat boomers once again saying they will never buy another Nike product. Which I kind of feel like we did already. <laughs> they already weren't doing it. Right. They're still not doing it even more. Yeah. yeah. They don't realize the power Nike has over people. And this was because <laughs> <You know. laughs> uh, Nike was going to do a patriotic Betsy Ross flag inspired sneaker. And then absolutely hideous shoe, by the way. I mean, just <laughs> as as a shoe, it was just it was just looking really ugly. It wouldn't be bad during like the Olympics or something. Yeah. Oh, if, for sure. If they were walking out in, you know, the opening ceremony wearing those flag shoes. But for everyday wear, you know, <laughs> right. not quite not quite this up to snuff. So was it actually Colin Kaepernick who said this shouldn't be a product because it's racist? I have no idea. That's the part that I don't quite have a firm enough grasp on, but not firm that like I'm actually going to read the article. Or he something. gets a yeah. call from Nike every day, and they're like, "Here, we're going to show you three pictures of shoes, right. and yeah. <laughs> just let us know if any of the shoes that we made are accidentally racist." If you yeah, can, I, thank right. you. I saw his name invoked like a million times in this discussion, but I don't know if it was actually the guy himself who kicked it off. 
or if this is just sort of that soup brain sort of thing where they they just conflate all of their different outrages together. Colin might have had some influence in this because, I mean, the Chicago Cubs affiliate went ahead and designed their infield baseline dirt for the American flag and then tweeted at Colin Kaepernick about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I mean... But the thing is, like, whatever the outrage was, it wasn't about the American flag itself, which, by the way, like, has lots of baggage associated with it, the current incarnation. Uh, the outrage was around the, specifically the Betsy Ross flag design, which they brought up, like... No, this doesn't actually stand for liberty, freedom, and justice for all, because when we used that flag, we were still a slave-owning nation and right. actively committing genocides against the natives. And So it's not like they were just mad at the flag. They just didn't want this particular flag being the icon. Well, and that particular flag has also become, like, appropriated by far-right groups, you know, like Identity Europa and things like that. and the traditional workers' party, et cetera. So. Well, right. I'm kind of saying, like, let's go back to when America was great, you know, when this flag flew under a nation that was openly participating in slavery. You right. know, that's, that's right. what they're saying with the flag. So it would make sense that Colin Kaepernick would say, first of all, your shoes are ugly. I don't think they're going to be that popular. And also, like, it could have some negative connotations for some people. So, like, just don't even bother doing this. Like, this is not a great... A great yeah. product, you know, let's see the next one. And now they're like, well, he clearly hates America. Right. The yeah. shoe had a so, flag yeah. on it, and he didn't like the shoe, so he wants to destroy America. What's wrong with this guy? Right. So as with any of these things, the the conservative reaction was far outsized to the actual original crime. The governor right. of Nebraska, Pete Ricketts, is, uh, he's tweeted about it like three or four times this weekend. He is all up about it. And then the governor of what? Of uh, Arizona or Arizona, something? Arizona, yeah. Steve Ducey or something like that. It was like, no, that's the Fox and Friends guy. I get all these dudes confused. <laughs> right, it's right. something like that, though. They were all made in a plastic mold in the same factory. Right. Well, and that's the thing. They're not even made in America. I am willing to bet anything that that shoe is made in, like, Vietnam or the Philippines or somewhere like that. Yes, yeah, Saipan. You know? Right. Sure. Right. So it's like, <laughs> if they're looking for, like, an example of American greatness maybe make one that's made by Americans or something. I don't know. You know, like it really seems it weird. It costs $3,000 a pair. <laughs> now, yeah. I think they originally were $160 or something. For so. the true Patriot. You know, it's worth the price of Patriot. The price of freedom is right. high. Okay. I, I kept seeing the headlines for this Nike thing and I just kept thinking to myself, I truly do not care. 100% I don't care. And then I see that Pete Ricketts is jumping in Supporting the governor of Arizona for and like, like revoking tax benefits for like some Nike right. store or something like yeah. that. Pete, Pete is going in on this harder than when his own son was mugged in their neighborhood. You know, like <laughs> right. <laughs> I see him care about these shoes yeah. more than his own family. There's only two issues so. that he cares about: shoes and being able to murder people with illegal death penalty drugs. Every right. other thing that happens <laughs> in the state, you know, Trump makes soybeans illegal. You know, he's like whatever, as long as it's going to work out. We're going to get a better deal with China, right. right? So it's all good. But yeah, if they cancel the flag shoes, whew, knives are out. You know. I guess. I guess maybe he's a sneakerhead, which maybe <laughs> means that 
I like him all. He's got along. money to burn. What else is he going to spend all the millions on? You might as well buy every shoe that yeah. comes out. Right. See, the the one that I actually probably would buy was the one that uh, Senator, the Texas Senator Ted Cruz, tell yeah. He's like, if we can't put the Betsy Ross flag on a on a Nike sneaker, then how about this? And it was an all red shoe where the swoosh had been turned into a sickle with a hammer crossing it. It was and pretty bad. Pretty much. Yeah, and every pretty much everyone on the left on Twitter was like, uh, "Yeah, could they make that?" Could, could they make <laughs> rules. Yeah. I mean, Nike should just make the most American shoe again and just relaunch those Heaven Gate shoes, the Heaven's Gate <laughs> shoes. <laughs> just put some flags on that, right. and you know, it'll be a statement about the cult, the cult following of uh, America. Or something. Right. Well, and it's so funny because they want to turn you know a company like Nike or whatever just because they're like, hey. We're saying, like, maybe racism isn't great, and there's a lot of racism in sports, and so we're saying, as Nike, like, we're not cool with that. But then they want to turn it into this giant culture war thing. I don't even give a shit about Nike at all. That's the thing. It truly, if it wasn't for wearing soccer jerseys occasionally, I would probably not ever own any Nike articles of clothing, and it has nothing to do with... The amount of American flags they put on these, right. you know, articles. But now if I feel like I'm going out there and being like, well, Nike does fucking sweatshop child labor and like all kinds of shit. And they rip people off with their cheap ass shoes that they charge $200 for. That Zion Williamson Now just people are like, through. oh, he's now this guy's all right or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, you know. that's true. No, that's and that's that's a really interesting point, uh, Brendan, that. Anytime one of these outrages happens and it turns into this culture war thing, the the right versus the left, and by the left, I mean broadly speaking, I saw it come up again uh, on Twitter the other day about the the Texas border concentration camps, and you know one of the one of those talking points on the right is like, where was the outrage from the left when this was going on under Obama? And they've got pictures from you know like 2014 and. Rightfully so, a lot of people are going, well, the left was pissed off about that, too. It was like liberals who didn't care. Um, So, like, you can criticize them for hypocrisy, but the left has pretty much always been against this thing. Just like, you know, the left has always been against exploitative labor practices and sweatshops and the outsourcing of American jobs, you know. Well, and I saw people tweeting about the Trump tank parade and stuff like that. Well, if the Democrats care so much about wasting money on a parade then why did they vote to spend $700 billion on the military budget, huh, Democrats? Looks like you're hypocrites, you know? You just can't win. Even if you vote the way that they ostensibly want, where they say, like, this is the most important thing. Like, how could you steal money from the troops' mouths, you know? And then you're like, fine, I'll vote for the stupid military increase. And then they're like, look at this lib. He's voting for the tank parade. What an idiot. Yeah, you voted for him. Yeah. Well, and once again, the left is out there, you know, like, raising their hands in the back of a field that nobody's paying attention to going like, oh, we were against that also. We we also are not in favor of that. Right. But back then it was easy just to drive by and be like, look at those psychos out on the street corner because it was far less of us because back then it wasn't Trump that was like the face of it all. But now that Trump is out there, everyone is up in arms about this and people are like, oh man, where were you? No, some of us were out there back then and yeah. being called crazy during Occupy Wall Street in Lincoln, Nebraska. You yeah, know? after, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter was a thing that, that popped up under Obama, not right. under Trump. You know, that's yeah. been around for, for years at this point. Yep. It's this perpetual outrage machine, and we, we joked about it a little bit uh, last week, too. Some big scandal comes along, and once it turns out that there's nothing to it, 
no, there's never any kind of uh, reconciliation to that. They just move on to the on next to the outrage next and they just yeah. keep throwing things on the pile. And I think one of the really good examples of that from the last uh, couple of weeks is this uh, Patriot Prayer. Was it Proud Boys? Patriot Prayer, whatever, yeah. rally in Portland, uh, <laughs> where this guy who calls himself a journalist named Andy No um, got just got fucking wrecked just amazing (laughs) video of him getting jacked in the face i mean not as wrecked as he claims to have been right right. yeah let's be clear uh Uh, he got metaphorically wrecked physically a a little bit you can see that moment where he's questioning all his life decisions you know like after that first shot and he's just standing there with his arms up but yeah yeah. i mean this this is a guy who milkshake (laughs) yeah well no no (laughs) he he actually did he actually did get Punched Jack in the face. Somebody, right. somebody ran up and just like full right. straight arm punched him. Right. I mean, clearly um, that guy left, was going to so... punch him again, but yeah. other Antifa dudes, you know, restrained him yeah, and you know let him walk away. Those leftist protesters are. They all pulled out their AR-15s and they just said, "Back up!" You know, <laughs> yeah, hands right. up on the ground. Um, <laughs> right. It was a terrifying scene for this poor man. Um, well, right. and that's the, so. Yes, Andy No did get his shit rocked. Um, he did get milkshaked. No, the milkshake did not have fucking cement mix in it or whatever. It'd be really easy to tell if it did. Right. Uh, but the right is oh, a battery all acid, panicking. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> the right is all panicking about this is just more evidence of escalating violence on the left. And, you know, right. we need to treat Antifa as a, as a terrorist organization. As Shoot a on site. Like, yeah, we're going right. to. People who are ostensibly lawyers on Twitter are like, you know, we need to we need to bring a RICO. Uh, charges against Antifa. We need to. We need to sue right. Antifa. It's like, sir, I'm the CEO of Antifa, and I think this is going to be really <laughs> right. bad for my shareholders. Again, where was this kind of energy when Greg G and Forte body slammed that reporter uh, right. Ben Jacobs and beat the crap up, punching him, breaking his glasses? This is what the sitting senator from Montana or whatever, or is he in right? Congress? No, I he forget. was rewarded with like election to you know. Oh, and to saying thank God he's standing up for the fake news gotcha media and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so when a conservative sitting congressman body slams a reporter. No, he wasn't even sitting then. He got elected. Right, he after he had just been elected. <laughs> right. Yes. No, he was running. The, the election he was had running. not oh, happened that was yet. The campaign. It was like days before the election. Right. That's right. And then he won election, right? After, yeah. Because because all everybody came out and supported him. Trump was like, yes, finally someone's standing up to the fake news media. You know, all this stuff. And then when random street protesters throw a milkshake at an alt-right blogger who actively engages in fake news right. the right, yeah, let's, creating let's be complete, fake news let's be 100% clear about this Andy No is not a journalist the guy embeds himself with uh, groups like Patriot Prayer and the Proud Boys um, in order to report on them glowingly uh, he's the one who went to London and wa- and like filmed himself walking around one of those uh, like Sharia no-go zones in London and just got you know, like across the continent, just widely <laughs> mocked because people were like, uh, I live in that neighborhood. And like somebody posted a video. It was like, I'm going to walk around with an open bottle of wine, like in one of the worst neighborhoods in in the city, according to Andy. No, uh, like in the middle of the night. And of course, nothing happened. He walked around for like a half an hour and drank a whole bottle of wine. So this guy is not he's he's a James O'Keefe level, like rabble rouser and, sh- and rat fucker. Right. This is, he is not a journalist by any standard. 
Uh, that's not how uh, I saw every Republican congressperson's tweets uh, say. You know, right? Well, yeah. I mean, first of all, he had been fired from an actual journalist job at Portland State for splicing a video to you know mischaracterize what someone was saying to the point where the person's getting death threats, uh, you know, uh, threats with physical violence. So he is engaging in fake news and was reprimanded by a news agency for fake news. And then he just uses that as, well, I was a victim because I was speaking the truth. And yeah, it's like, and, and I think know. it's amazing. I, I think it's amazing because these are the same people who they bemoan the the degeneracy of like the Western male, you know, that like right. uh, Western culture is producing, you know, just a bunch of uh, like crybaby snowflakes who can't stand up to anything. And then one of their own gets punched in the face one time and they're like trying to call that call in the manager they're trying to call in <laughs> right. the fbi well and i know. think it's it's super funny because last week we talked about how they dudes got the donald subreddit censored or whatever soft banned from reddit because they were threatening cops for doing their jobs yeah in like making republican congressmen you know take a mandatory vote right. and so when it's that, you know, when the shoe's on the other foot, they're like, yeah, sure, murder cops if they're not doing what you oh, want yeah, them to dude. do politically, of course. Like, that just makes sense. You know, if they're leftist cops, you got to take them out. There's no boundaries. And I, you, I don't even know how do you respond to a political movement that doesn't even care about the bounds of decency or reality or, or facts or anything. And they just will distort literally anything to fit their narrative and they don't care about the facts at all. Like, what do you even fucking do other than throw milkshakes at them? <laughs> yeah, them I, I think that's I think that's all that's left at that point, Brendan. Because you're right. There's no there's no discussion that can be had uh, when when two parties, uh, just small p parties, are living in parallel but very different realities. I'm not sure that there is anything that bridges that gap. Well, and especially when one side is saying you're against concentration camps? Well, then I'm for concentration camps. Thank you very much. At that point, throwing a rotten tomato at them is apparently lethal violence. You know, even though it's like, that's what's in cartoons when people did a bad tap dance routine or whatever. Like, it's Yeah, exactly. The, you know, the people, the people in Antifa in Portland uh, have living memory of just a few months ago when it turned out that, I think it was Patriot Prayer had set up like sniper nests throughout the city for one of their marches just waiting for something for somebody right. to throw a punch well, and the cops so are just said, like just... well hey um, second amendment i guess you know well, if you want to have pair... racist sniper nests you know just don't don't shoot anybody unless they really deserve it okay double check first well, please and right. they leaked the uh text messages between the patriot prayer founder and the lieutenant of police in portland those yeah those folks get along their buddy buddy it is literally like a rage against the machine song you know, decades later. Absolutely. (laughs) And we didn't even talk about the whole concrete milkshake thing that originated because someone just emailed the like police department and just said like, Hey, I think there's concrete in the milkshakes and there that's chemical warfare or whatever. And they just said, yeah, that sounds like a factual statement to me. That was the the narrative they went with. Really? Like when I watch law and order, (laughs) that's not how it goes down. And that's law and order, you know, that they're, they're editing for time, you know, and even them, (laughs) and then they're like, well, I don't know about that. Let's check. Let's go talk to that guy. You know what I mean? To be like, how do you know? <laughs> yeah. When the cops are literally aligned with the fascists, right. yeah. either because they actually know what they're doing or they just think, hey, 
you know, both sides, you know, both sides are whatever. So I, we don't want anybody to get punched. So if Nazis are getting punched, you know, we got to we got to go protect the Nazis, too. Well, yeah. And that's the I mean, that's the 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 liberal perspective on things, right? That like really we should be able to handle all of this with discussion. Um, anybody who's escalating something to violence is equally mm. bad, uh, ignoring, for instance, that, you know, like the Proud Boys have a track record of going out and just picking targets and just beating the shit out of them. Or, mm-hmm. you know, some alt writer decides to just barrel into a bunch of counter protesters with his car and kill somebody right. and hospitalize like dozens more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it's amazing. The Proud Boys are literally getting arrested for beating people in the streets, putting people in hospitals. And Trump will say, you can't ban them from Twitter because of free speech. Right. And I think it's also important to recognize that all of this is happening. Well, one in Portland, this happens almost every other month, you know, where these groups are getting together and clashing in the streets. Sure. But also, this is happening during Pride Month. It's the anniversary of the Stonewall riots and everything. And you saw in Prides, I think it was in Michigan and Detroit, where the far right are coming out and neo-Nazis are having counter protests and parades that are directly in, you know, contact with these Pride parades and they're getting, you know, protected by the police. So oh, completely surrounded by just like this, you know, that's the actual yeah. thin blue line in those situations. It's just a bunch of cops marching in box formation around a bunch of actual card carrying, flag waving, sig heiling fucking Nazis. I mean, they're, they're doing this for a specific reason. This is all a strategy and it's all meant to intimidate people in their time, you know, um, in the time that they're trying to celebrate their history. So uh, it is funny to see, well, in Portland, they're going to get back down a little bit. Everyone's acting like Andy No was the only journalist out there. But no, he's the only journalist that was getting stomped the fuck out. So the kind of punch that Andy No took, I would gladly take that punch for $175,000 on GoFundMe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, easily. That That's like student loan canceled right there and right. enough to live on, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I would yeah. gladly I think that's take what, that punch. I think that's what uh, Caitlin Bennett, you know, the, the Kent State gun girl, I think she's just waiting for like Bernie to stiff armor like one of right. these times when yeah. when she runs up to him out of nowhere you know like pops out like Jean Parmesan in Arrested Development yeah. and she'd be able to you know she could live off the the GoFundMe for life from that but yeah let's take a little break there I think I'm, I'm getting heated let's let's find something <laughs> something cool else down. in the news that we can talk about yeah in uh, in his defense the $175,000 was just for like two band-aids and an aspirin The theme of the day is freedom. Freedom. Freedom, like that George Michael song. Freedom. I just, I, I just stood up and down. put my hand over my heart. It was like a completely unconscious, like reflex reaction. Dude, I love that George Michael song. That's a good song. I like that video of the people, you know, who who went down to the National Mall at like ten thirty this morning, and like just some National Guardsmen walked by, and they all started spontaneously applauding. This was a thing. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. I just, just golden retriever brain. In the spirit of freedom, freedom. Justin Amash, the. Republican congressman who came out 
as being pro impeaching Trump has announced today. He saw that the left was like, hey, now impeachment is a bipartisan issue. You know, people on both sides are calling for impeachment. Right. And he was like, oh, we can't have that. And he bought it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And so they were like, oh, can't have that. Uh, And so he's like, I'm technically not a Republican anymore. So he's going independent now. Him and Bernie. Hell yeah, man. Independence. That's right. He's like some other guy. He's not even a Republican. Yeah. (laughs) Wouldn't that be funny if he was uh, Bernie's uh, vice president? Running man. Oh, God. (laughs) That would be a great play. Oh, the right would totally have to vote for him then. Come on, guys. It's a win-win. I think they'd vote for him anyway, but yeah. The thing about this guy is he's a he's like one of the original like Freedom Caucus members. Like right. got got elected under Obama in that like big Tea party yeah. wave. Tea oh, he's party going wave. for that uh Rand Paul, Ron Paul kinda. You know, Ron Paul hasn't been doing so great. You know, he got his ass right. beat in that like lawn care dispute. Right. That was Rand Paul. Rand, Rand Paul, Paul right. got his ass so, beat. Yeah. He got someone needs tackled to, by his neighbor. Someone needs to grab the torch of being the weird Republican guy who's like, I care about freedom. And <laughs> right. Amash is just grabbing that flag, you know, running it for the goal. That's going right. to be hard for him because uh, the president came out pretty strong against him when he decided that he was leaving the Republican Party. Uh, even though by all reasonable expectations, he's going to continue to caucus with the Republicans. He will probably continue to vote for pretty much everything that he had voted for before. Uh, but what did Trump call him? The, the dumbest Republican in Congress. <laughs> Ooh, that, and that's a that's a low blow from Trump because we know there's some doozies out there. Too bad that uh, Ferenthold guy from uh, Blake from Corpus Christi oh, yeah, or whatever isn't in Congress anymore. Oh, I, you I know, we him. should do a new like who's the sleaziest member of Congress bit because there's been some turnover. Some of the previous <laughs> sleaziest Congress members that we have called out are no longer around. Thanks, right. thanks to our tireless efforts. Crazy-eyed AOC. Oh, but you know what? <laughs> the new sleaze, I'm sure you guys probably covered it recently, but that Duncan Hunter guy, I believe from California. Oh, he's the Republican. Got, he's a big Trumpy guy, too. He's and then super he, Trumpy. He spent all that campaign money to like fly his mistresses to his like hotel suites and stuff like that. Right. And initially, when it was, you know suspected that he had been misusing campaign funds like on even he's just meeting with a constituent and everything it's totally normal but he he blamed his wife on it he's like she was running the finances and stuff <laughs> he also had admitted that you know he's like well yeah i took pictures of myself with dead bodies in you know the middle east oh and was stuff. that that same dude he's, what a, was the what same a champion dude. yeah he is running for he's running for all-time sleaziest so yeah it's going to be funny to see all the consequences not happen to him. I mean, honestly, God, <laughs> some of that stuff doesn't even bother me. It's like, I mean, it's sleazy in your personal life. I wouldn't want to hang out with this guy and like, right. feel bad for any of the women that he comes in contact with. But like, I, that doesn't fucking affect my life. I don't care about that. You know? Well, misuse like, of campaign funds, that... It's getting closer to affecting okay, people's yeah, lives. Okay, yeah, no, I, I agree with that. But, you know, I'm way more interested in, you know, are you in favor of, you know, selling off the national parks to fucking Walmart or... Oh, hell you know, yeah, that sounds great. Dude, think about <laughs> how many mistresses you can get on a plane if you do that. I mean, it all it, it's all related. That's yeah. the thing. That's what I'm saying. So, the mistress part, that's just perquisites of the position. Yeah. You know? Right, which is 
as a result of doing shitty things because you get lobbyist money to do them. Right, 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 right. Or uh, uh, super PAC money yeah. to do them. I'm so. just saying, like, there's there's personally sleazy and then sure. there's politically sleazy. And I think I care way more about the politically sleazy. Oh, part. yeah, dude. If he was independently wealthy, if he was, like, McAfee wealthy yeah. and using that to do the mistresses, that's, that's different. But... <laughs> But if yeah. he's yeah, like, man, goals, I've sure. got student loans, but man, I'm getting all this money coming in from these elections I keep running for. Yeah, <laughs> good point. Which uh, which congressperson do you think is going to be the first to fuck a whale and have that come out? <laughs> well, like, you know, a verified if fact. Jimmy, if the Jimmy Johns CEO runs for office, I guess it would be close enough with that <laughs> shark that he was hunting. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I don't know what to think about this uh, Justin Amash guy because, I mean, he is Freedom Caucus. On the other hand, he has gone against the Republican Party line in a couple of places that I think people on the left can agree with. He's, right. Uh, he is opposed to expansion of the military. We even already talked about that today, that, like, most Democrats aren't even opposed to that. Right. Um, he is opposed to the Patriot Act and, you know, NSA wiretapping that mass, you know, uh, surveillance on the part of the federal government. Those are good positions and also is down for, you know, at least doing an inquiry into impeachment for Donald Trump. Um, for sure. Who knows where he's coming at that from. Yeah. But on the other hand, he's also like a hardcore libertarian and probably is a big fan of like Betsy right. DeVos and charter schools. Well, so. I think you just take this as a win. You know, you just say, Hey, maybe this guy will vote for some like parliamentary inquiries into all right. of the Trump records and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And you can sure. get him on your side in some committee or whatever, because yeah. who cares? He's not even part of the party anymore. They can't tell him what to do. They right. have nothing that they can do to punish him because yep. he's not participating right. in it at <laughs> right. all. So, and I think it's cool that he's doing that. And I think more people should do it on both sides. You know, yeah. I think AOC yeah. should do it and be like, you know what? Fuck this trash. I'm me. I'm with me, my own party. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Right. That would be great. Right. I would be a hundred percent in favor of something like that. Yeah. More people should yeah, do she's, it. Yeah. And she's actually probably pretty, you know, politically safe in terms of, um, uh, like reelection, you know, right. she is, she is widely beloved, right. at least in her district. Yep. You know, I, I think even if she did run as an independent, uh, they, they'd be willing to put her back in office. For sure. So. And mm -hmm. I think it works in for in everybody's favor because then if you're Nancy Pelosi or whatever, you can be like, well, they said it and I didn't say that. So, right. so but at least somebody's saying it, you know, that's yeah. better than where we're at now. Yeah, I heard there was a lot of a, a lot of friction between her and Chuck Schumer over uh, giving all that border funding to uh <laughs> to ice and everything so yeah it's because it's because uh chuck Hi. schumer's like fictional family that lives in his head <laughs> yeah have like a totally white name right. and he cannot perceive of anybody outside of that little the fiction that he lives right. in the sims game that dictates his politics let's assume that we're in a world for whatever reason and let's just this is just completely hypothetical okay. let's just assume that we're in a world where the camps are just going to happen. I mean, because how could they not? How could you not have them? How right, could you right. not have camps? So that's just a yeah. given. They're, the camps are going to be there. Wouldn't you yep. just want to give the camps $4.5 billion so they, you know, have those nice tile floors, make robes and stuff? You know, you want it to be a Some nice spas. place. Concentration glamping right. is what you're describing. Well, like they said, it's right. like having, you know, like a really Jeez. crowded house party. You know, everyone's <laughs> right. there is having a great time. So maybe they just use some of the 4.5 billion. They just like put up some lights, put some it's speakers like, in there, you know, just play Desparcito on loop. Oh shit. <laughs> and just, it's, it, it people should be loving it, you know? Yeah. I'm thinking kid and play house party style. You know? 
yeah, Netflix next series should be like Orange is the New Black, but in the concentration camp at the yeah. border. It was going to be a hit. So crazy for it. Absolutely. What happens when you put 500 strangers in a, in a 60 by 60 room you know, meant for like, 40 people? Big Brother El Paso. Where people stop being polite. And start getting real. <laughs> yeah. Real start shitty. getting processed through it, a system of oppression. Oh, man. Hijinks ensue. Well, yeah. I, you know, it's encouraging to see people like Justin Amash stand up and say, we need to snap out of this and just look at how ridiculous everything is right now. And it's all on fire. And it's not sustainable. If it means getting away from the system, I'm definitely down for that. So... Hero of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Unlikely hero of the week. We need a, what, what's the audio version of a Chiron? You know, yeah, just exactly. like we need like a big swooshing sound effect for. Mm-hmm. Hero of the week. Right. Justin Amash. <laughs> Not being Republican anymore, but still actually kind of being Republican. If you think about it, it's just about labels and its meaning. But honestly, I think that he's probably uh, someone that my Venn diagram overlaps with more than Ben Sass in terms of actual action yeah well those are the tough choices of democracy there well you know i'm just saying in terms of his consistency it's pretty consistent you know at least he's saying shit ben sass ain't saying anything yeah that's a good point chuck i mean yeah all all ben sass ever really seems to do is you know write an op-ed uh for the new york times or something he's like being mean is stupid mr president you know mr president sir you know (laughs) we need to get back to the norms of democracy uh, and then he goes ahead and votes for whatever the thing is right. anyway. Right. Mr. President, when I was 14, I picked corn for two thirteen right. an hour, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. I just want to perpetuate a system that encourages child labor and because it just it builds character so that we can just have great men like you. President Trump. You oh know, no, Brendan! Didn't you hear? Um, <laughs> right. Since uh, since all of the the immigration crackdown has basically destroyed the migrant uh, farm labor base, mm. uh, we're just replacing them with inmates now. Uh, right. Here's my new you, pitch: you don't even have to pay them. Corn <laughs> right. detasseling drone army. Yeah, and also maybe it could keep an eye out for migrants uh, just about at the same time. So uh, yeah, if sure. you want to invest, hit me up on the GoFundMe. It's uh, yeah. the Laser Murder Cam 3000 is what it's called. <laughs> if you uh, need him to get punched in the face for you to really open that wallet up, we can arrange for that as well. <laughs> right. I'm kind of feeling like it because that's a terrible idea, Brent. It, terrible. Yeah. The, the libs hate my free speech idea, and I, it's just about freedom and security. So You're, you're doing that Lovecraft thing where saying the thing is going to bring it about in the real world. <laughs> no, I, I, I was even joking about that earlier today. Uh, on the the liquid flannel Twitter account that we seem to have kind of a power to cause things to happen. Mm, like yes. we mm-hmm. talk about a thing one week and then in the next week that thing well, either happens or the thing that we liked goes away and becomes like nightmarishly worse than it was before. So <laughs> right. we need to figure out how to harness this this energy, this mm-hmm. power that we seem to have. Seriously. And frankly, I think you were being a little a little irresponsible with it just then. Hey oh, man, shit. I just I see I can only yep. see the future. I can't change it. Okay. So I'm just I'm just out here reporting the facts as I see them. Yeah, I'm a straight shooter. Right. So I think it's it's time to reveal on this Independence Day that we are the Illuminati, and we're pulling the strings behind <laughs> right. the scenes. So yep. that's why everything that we say is true. You yep. know, we were we were saying that there needed to be more competition 
in the podcast game, and then all of a sudden Pete Ricketts comes out with a podcast on SoundCloud, <laughs> you know, yeah, trying to go after our bars, Midwestern you know? swag. So, so Chuck, you you have not listened to the Pete Ricketts podcast Ugh. yet, is that right? I have not listened to it, but I pledge to listen for it. to you it. You can't just dive in willy yeah. nilly. I know yeah. that the first episode, the guest is Deb Fisher. So, and yeah. I heard that they're going to be talking about, or that they were talking about abortion and her growing up. I wonder, what, they, I wonder uh, what their position as a kid is. I've never, and what's that? I wonder what their abortion position is. I've, yeah, I wonder. Yeah, you got to tune in to find out. But I'm I'm hearing that there's uh, some surprise twists. So it is on uh, SoundCloud, and I think the first episode has like 540 listens or something like that. So oh come on, we do 500 oh, listens man. on an episode. We're well, killing it out here, right? You know, <laughs> don't st- stop talking about it. People are going to listen to that instead of what if he's really good oh, yeah. at it. Well, I was going to say he has the money he can throw behind it if he really wanted to. You I was going to say there's no way he's doing his own like line editing God. and like you know oh uh, no dude. fading in his his uh, soundtrack and everything like that. I think he's crowdsourcing that to. To, um, online conservatives yeah. and stuff. Dude, so. he should get on Twitch, man. He should just do it as a live stream. Do those daily Fortnite challenges. You know, gab with the consumers. <laughs> I really want someone to win the first politician to stream Fortnite challenge is what I'm saying. Yeah. Get on it, politicians. I could see him coming in like Mr. Rogers. And when Mr. Rogers puts on his loafer shoes, it's those like uh, American flag Nike shoes. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. that's. The, I really do think that that's going to be one of the next topics on his show. So... He, he's yeah, all did anyone it. did anyone actually manage to snag one of those pairs of Nikes? He's gonna have to spray paint them himself. He's gonna go spend um, just for like white oh, yeah. ones and just paint it on there. They're running for like a couple thousand dollars now. The whole thing is such bullshit because I remember when I was a teenager, I I used to get you know all of the crazy colors of uh, Chuck Taylors, you know your Rogers yeah. All Stars, <laughs> and I had some that were like red, white, and blue, like Old Glory printed. Mm-hmm. You fucking racist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, they went really well with a white robe. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, they, they look great. Well, and to be fair, if can anybody participating in West Side Story not be a little bit racist? Like, how else are you going to do it? You know, you know that's no, authentic that's to the characters in the time. I need to buy one of those USA jerseys from 1994. That oh, was the denim. denim. And had the stars on it. I mean, it looked like they were wearing a jean shirt out there playing That's playing dope. I, I didn't know about that. Oh, it's a yeah. classic shirt. And I think that there are a couple just hundred dollars. Just Google 1994 America soccer jersey yeah. to see this beautiful Alexi Lawless with his, his hippie beard. He's looking like Thor. He's like the Thor of the 90s soccer Oh, it looks like the. I don't know if this is a replica or not, but it's like forty-four bucks on Ultra. <laughs> oh, Chuck, you should get Ultras. dot com. Yeah, I mean, that's America back, right there. It's, ba- it's back in style. The nineties are back. Oh, yeah. That's what we always said on this podcast. Yeah, the nineties will never die. And I think I it's remember this. Thing. It's sure. worth mentioning that the uh, U.S. women are in the finals for uh, the Women's World Cup too. And so. it's double yeah, worth right. mentioning they hate America. Oh, <laughs> you know, just presidents and stuff. Yeah, you guys need to go off on this because we almost never talk about sports on the show. And I want to sure. hear uh, what's going on with the Women's World Cup, because apparently we're stomping everybody out there. But Europe hates them because they're cocky and Trump hates them because they don't want to visit the White House when they win. Right. Well, so, yeah, they were listening to too many boondocks episodes or hip hop where it's like, the more people hate you, the more successful you are. You <laughs> right. know? 
So no such thing as bad publicity. The first thing, the first controversy that they had in the World Cup was the fact that they dismantled Thailand like thirteen to nothing or something. Oh, and they and, kept scoring on them. Right. right, and it wasn't just that they kept scoring because you know you you've got to play hard the whole way through. It would be disrespectful to let up on the other team. Yeah, but they were celebrating you know they were putting their all in their celebration still too you know like when yeah. it's like nine or ten nothing and you know megan rapino is doing you know the full knee slides like she's never scored a goal before <laughs> you know i mean that that's getting a little bit weird but then also the europeans hate them because even in the last game i think for the goal uh celebration against england uh the, the lady was pretending like she was drinking tea yeah like which i said it, lo- it definitely looked like she was like taking a hit that was the <laughs> right. first thing that popped up was her doing the you know like the okay sign like holding it up to her her mouth uh. and it really did look like she was you know the miming taking a hit on a joint right uh, and then apparently like yeah look at it closer it's like no she just has yeah. her pinky out she's just doing a, a tea sip yeah a spot and of that's tea, the tea sis. yeah yeah and so that's why uh, I think the Europeans probably believe the U.S. women are very cocky, which, you know, I don't have a problem with that either. But then also, Megan Rapinoe... Yeah, I'm kind of into it. It makes them, it makes them cooler to me. That's honestly. just right. normal sports sure. stuff. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. like they do the normal thing. That's what everybody does. People in the World Cup are doing backflips and the oh, yeah. springs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, totally. Yeah, men would never get this kind of scrutiny. Right. And yeah. people just say, oh, what a, he's behavior. a cheeky lad or whatever. And they're like... Oh, hey. yeah. <laughs> The uh, online gambling site that, you know, they sponsor on their underwear, <laughs> <Right>. etc. <laughs> you know, but okay. So then on the other side, Megan Rapino is getting a lot of flack because she's like, there's no way I'm going to the effing White House. And people are like, whoa, wait a second. And she was already previously catching flack because she was taking a knee during the national anthem. Right. Um, yeah. A year ago or so when, you know, it was a big deal still. And then U.S. Soccer Federation changed the rules that said you have to stand for the national anthem. So now she stands. We'll shoot you on sight. Right. Exactly. As a traitor <laughs> no. to the crowd. We uh, will shoot pre- your career right got, in the face. We've got so. drones targeting the bench. <laughs> exactly. So she has to stand for the anthem, but she doesn't sing the anthem. And I don't even know if she puts her hand on her heart, but. People are upset she about just that. She does middle figures the whole time. <laughs> right. Uh, in a respectful way. In a respect. It's very tasteful. <laughs> you know. uh, they're saying that they're not going to visit the White House. The White House, I think, is like, well, and then AOC. Well, no, is no, like, the Trump, White House was like, yeah, first Trump of all, you got to win. And then second of all, you will be there and you will bow before me. <laughs> oh, damn. Well, I didn't realize Trump it was But then Trump was like kind that. of like preemptively uninviting them. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. Like, just acted like. like they, they wouldn't be welcoming. You, you can't fire me. I fucking quit. You know, exactly. You, you, you can't break up with you, me. Even if you yeah. did win, he's like, "Well, they're right. gonna lose anyway, so why does it doesn't even matter?" I right, never, right. I never invite a loser. Oh yeah, like Donald Trump gives a fuck about any women's sport at all, <laughs> right. right? But then AOC invited them and said, "For what it's worth, you can come tour, you know, the House of Representatives and Congress and stuff." And Megan Rapinoe um, agreed to that and was like, "Definitely, <laughs> we'll go do that." Isn't that so. the stupidest thing? You literally the turns. Her from just being like, could you imagine if she was just like Megan Rapinoe went and like did a tour of Congress? Like no one would give a shit. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, right. But now it's like, oh snap! 
Oh she's yeah, she's gonna get a tour yeah. of Congress, like hundreds of, class of people of first a day do exactly. <laughs> right, and, but at least they're not gonna be getting you know McDonald's chicken nuggets that are probably cold, like you know collegiate athletes. <laughs> oh would well, be I, you know, oh, I actually like them better cold. That's how the cool kids do it. So oh, I didn't I, maybe even realize cool that anymore. But Damn. room temperature chicken nuggets <laughs> is actually how it's done nowadays. Right. So, yeah, the U.S. is definitely having a very uh, storied summer, and who knows, I think by the time this episode's released, uh, they could very easily be world champions again. Yeah. So I saw the headline that uh, the Lana Del Rey song, Summertime Sadness, that was nine <laughs> years old, yeah. is beginning to chart again, because oh, everyone's just feeling that summer sadness vibes <laughs> oh, damn. from nine years ago. I summer actually sadness. do want to know... If the women's U.S. soccer team vis- wins the World Cup mm-hmm. and they did go to the White House, what do you think Trump would serve them? I mean, what what do you think in he Trump's would serve brain? Them sass. I, well, <laughs> yeah, looks. but like, look, <laughs> when, it's, when it's like dancers. when it's black college basketball athletes, he serves them like buckets of fried chicken and a whole bunch of Wendy's. Uh, like, it would probably be like what, fucking granola and kale or something. That's shit what I'm like saying. That. Like, it would just be like a giant table full of salads, just like and, a, a huge bucket of soy milk. <laughs> right. It would be basically whatever Melania eats around the White House. <laughs> it would be a vitamin and like a nutrition <laughs> supplement <laughs> shake or something, you know? Yeah, totally. It would be, okay. yeah, that's what's going to happen is that they're going to invite the women and then be like, women, I don't care, Melania, plan this thing. And she's going to be like, what a great opportunity to launch my new line, energy supplement, vitamins. You know, <laughs> right. it's a monthly subscription where you get Melania's secret vitamins every day. Oh, and man. you take them and you look as radiant as Melania does when she sits in a sad, awkward table with Women's World Cup stars. Which right, may yeah. or may not have ephedrine in them. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> Melania is totally a Facebook mom, like, out of her element. Yeah, right. she's just starting her MLM scheme. <laughs> they probably toss a it to she's, just so, she's so something. relatable, you know? The stars yeah. are just like us. That's, <laughs> right. that's, the message of, that's the message of the 4th of July. You know, everybody just loves good fireworking. Right. We're all just white trash at home. Well, some of us are white, but other <laughs> hey, ones yeah. are not. Other Absolutely. Are not. Hey, that's that's what's nice about Fourth of July. Everybody is white trash for one day. Right. That's, no, that's actually oh, fulfilling only the, the only the white people fulfilling the promise of the founding fathers. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's uh yeah let's take a little break there. We can take this out on a high note. Uh, all right. Even though that was pretty good. Let's take it out on a high note. <laughs> sure. Made Arthel. We are here in a sports bar in Lyon, France. Here, listen to it. We are in a sports bar. We were going to be outside. We were going to be looking at a screen uh, with the football. We were talking a little bit earlier about the liquid flannel curse. That you know, anytime we have, anytime we have somebody on the show something happens in the next week that would be even better to talk to them about. And actually one of my high notes this week is related to that where we had Chris Muller dad 69 on Twitter on a couple of weeks ago. And he has started a thing. He, along with our friend Shane Sheehy have started a bit of a movement online to convince QAnoners, the casual Italian family restaurant fazoli's oh yes 
it's working. <laughs> that Fazoli's was responsible for 9-11 and that they need to dig into it. They're, they're saying that, you know, follow the breadcrumbs and... The never-ending breadsticks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Calling it Postigate. And they're oh, no. actually getting some bites. Like, big... <laughs> Like, MAGA accounts are now going, like, is there something to this? Like, it seems like QAnon is trying to tell us to, like, follow the breadstick crumbs. I'm pretty sure that they do sell pizza there. Yeah. Yes. If you catch Madrid. Right. right. Yeah. So perhaps we have found who is really behind it all. The Italians. <laughs> Big business. It's I not the mom and pop pizzerias, you know. <laughs> I That's always right. said those Italians were no it's good. It's the chains. Everybody has always said that those Italians are no good. Those corporate Italians. Let's, let's be clear. <laughs> <laughs> could, you, could you imagine? All right, here's the pitch. Italians were a secret plant, and they're, they, they rise up, and they, they take control. You know, oh. we got to fight back. <laughs> so there was that one, and then also uh, just today – uh, old friend of the show, Ken Klippenstein, got a tweet of his retweeted by... Oh, I think Steve King tweeted about it, too, now. What? Now, well, I didn't understand it, so you're going to have to... Is this where he tweeted about a few good men? Uh, tweeted something at the, like, the head of one Wisconsin County's, like, GOP, you know, for for Fourth of July today, uh, can you retweet this picture of my uncle, uh, Colonel Nathan Jessup? Uh, who's been, you know, overseas, like, protecting our freedoms. And the guy actually retweeted it, and of course, anybody who knows anything about it knows that Colonel Jessup is Jack Nicholson's character in A Few Good Men, who ends up going to jail right. for war crimes. <laughs> yeah, and they have a picture of him in there, and it's just yeah, Jack just, Nicholson. Just, like, you right, it was from the movie, and so I didn't yeah. understand to these people. Okay. I mean, just, it, it, it goes to that, you know, yeah. just incredible gullibility and like outrage machine and like performative patriotism that these people don't even bother to look at the picture of the person <laughs> being retweeted before they retweet it. It's just amazing. A good day for Jack Nicholson online. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I honor his service in that movie. That was a yeah, me good too. movie. Yeah. He did a good he did a good job. He had to I wouldn't see him as a serious like courtroom drama actor necessarily, but he does a great job. Hey, Absolutely. look, the only thing that he actually gets in trouble for is, is ordering a hit on a US Marine and I think that makes him even braver than a Marine. Well, uh, and handling the truth in a way that he wouldn't share with Tom Cruise. That's true. So. Yeah. A1 truth handler. Social media has just broken people's ability to think in some ways, you know, because all they do is it's almost like a race to do it. You know, you put that out there and of course someone's going to be like, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to retweet this. You know, it's, it's not just that people have lost the ability to think, though. I think that you're right about that also. Mm -hmm. It's also that everybody is trying to build their own personal brand. This is a it's a clout chasing thing right. where, you know, if I'm the first person to notice this thing, that's like that's going to be a, a trending hashtag in 12 hours. Like I'm going right. to do it. Right. You know. Well, Sometimes no. that backfires because you end up being like some of these people who are going out there with the, you know, they just cast Ariel in the new live action oh, uh, Little yeah. Mermaid and she's a black gal. And so <laughs> a bunch of people are, you know, getting out there doing their performative outrage about like, you probably weren't going to see the fucking movie anyway. And if you were, it's going to be fine. It's going to be like any of yeah. those other Disney remakes. It's not going to be like a huge deal. Uh, but they've got to get out there and say, like, this is, you know, th this is another example of, you know, Hollywood's bias against white culture. It's like, it's a mermaid, you dipshits. If they live under the sea, 
where there's not a lot of light, it makes sense that they would be pale, like underwater deep sea creatures. Like it's just science, Matt. And Come on, this is called race science. And how the science of mermaids. One of my favorite tweets on the topic came from Jizwitch, who was saying that uh, really what she's offended about is that. Ariel isn't covered in a thick layer of insulating blubber for living at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> you know, I hope they, they cast this girl, but then they do her up, make up like uh, the shape of water where she's like a super grotesque oh, yeah, fish person that'd be or whatever. Dope. <laughs> um, I think that would <laughs> right. really put a, big, right? a twist on it, you know? Yeah, it makes it. Mm-hmm. It's about more than looks. That's when you know it's really about personality. Make it look, <laughs> yeah, make it look like the- One thing of my bobs. Yeah. The, I got 20. The, the cre- <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> she, she's up there like- Singing about how she's in love with Prince Eric and she's looking like creature from the Black Lagoon, like inhaling through gills and stuff. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I can't wait for this movie. Um, so my high note this week, I finally bought a house, maybe, and so I'm actually gonna have to move. And Damn, your guys' Patreon's really been blowing up. Huh? Yeah, he's buying houses over here. Yep, it's time. God, man. I need to get back. Uh, it's time to move into the the mansion. I'm gonna just be renting out the top three floors as an Airbnb. Yeah, you know, nice. three condos. separate podcasting studios that you're just gonna uh-huh. run back and forth while we're recording an episode. Yeah, it's kind of like it's just like a podcasting empire that uh-huh. I run on the side. You know, it's not that big. It's maybe like you know 50, 65 you know, people. <laughs> or whatever. Right, yeah. something light. Yeah, uh, you know, it may even this, you know, I don't want to brag, but this house is so big, it may have a room that I could actually like do a, a podcast in. That's like a that's like a Whoa. room and not like part of a corner of a basement. <laughs> right. So it's a pretty big uh, step up for the podcasting game for sure. Nice. That but was a you... big factor in the decision. <laughs> but the acoustics of your basement have been really good, so... I you know. fully disagree, and uh, <laughs> you make me question your sanity. Well... Uh, but Chuck so, doesn't you know. have to edit the show anymore, so he doesn't know. <laughs> that's right. Uh, you know, that's what it is. But you've got this big couch absorbing sound behind us. Yeah, no, so. it's like a fucking jail cell down here. It's terrible. No, I understand. But yeah, so that's, uh, that's good to get that part done, but then, you know, lots of work to come, so... Um, all fans of the podcast, if you want to come volunteer to help move my couch, uh, uh, hit me up. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We got we got people all over the Midwest. I'm sure you could put together a pretty good little crew. Yeah, where's like the <laughs> right. DSA socialism, uh, like free free movers uh, <laughs> collective? Come on, guys. Oh yeah, you know I, I got a bunch of stickers I think from them because I had uh, signed up to help those Omaha DSA members get to the convention or yeah. something. Yeah. So. yeah, I did the same thing. So yeah, the uh, Omaha DSA was running a fundraiser where um, they were trying to get some Omaha DSA members to the uh, national uh, committee mm-hmm. uh, to, to the to the big convention. And yeah, if you donated for five bucks, uh, they're going to send you a vinyl sticker for just this amazing prairie dog, like wearing a little uh, like worker's cap, holding a red flag. Heck yeah! Uh, it says Prairie <laughs> Power on it, which is, I mean, honestly, like way better than any branding this show has ever had. So right, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I chipped in five bucks too. I had to have one of those. I think that's my high note. It's just a bunch of political stickers. It's that time of year, you know. You know, yeah. I, I am in the market for a new sticker. I have this old sticker that I got. Where it says something about like I like Democrats or whatever, oh, and yeah. I was like, it's time to it's time to go. It's yeah. time to that shit. It's time to break free and leave the Democratic Party. Exactly, That's it's right. time to amash that shit. So. Yeah, I'm I'm switching to Prairie Party. All right, uh, dude, go for power. Prairie power, <laughs> the Prairie Power Party. 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's great news for Liquid Flannel as one of the dumbest and most disloyal men in podcasting is quitting the podcast. Uh, no collusion, no obstruction. Knew we couldn't get the nomination to keep editing the podcast uh, in in the the Great Plains. Already being challenged for a seat. A total loser. Yeah. Well, the podcast beef is is blowing up this week. Yeah. That's why we bring you on, Chuck. Yep. <laughs> I'm here when I'm needed. Let me tell you. No, Chuck, it was really nice having you back with us. And um, yeah, man, great yeah. to be back. And I just I also want to point out, Chuck is this is a live and in person podcast event yeah i fed chuck uh sandwiches yeah it was crazy pulled pork sandwiches you know that's what america was founded on and i almost went into a coma after eating them so i didn't think (laughs) i was gonna be ready to podcast but that's what true liberty is if you if you can't podcast then the terrorists have truly won he plays with pain yes that's right i play through it (laughs) well i wish i were there uh enjoying brendan's excellent barbecue pork sandwiches but i will be there in a couple of months so we'll be able to do this uh all three of us in a room hopefully yeah oh yeah that's right we should do it at a bar or something uh that would be fun yeah yeah let's see if uh the dsa wants to to host us because i will be there over labor day so that'd be great oh heck yeah podcast live from the streets or from the uh, antifa layer or something absolutely know? yeah we've sweet. got we've got a lot of good comrades up there in omaha <laughs> the underground so. dude we've got the best friends for antifa. sure it's a <laughs> whole some... network of prairie dog tunnels <laughs> that's right it's like the Viet Cong. only you have to like squeeze through very carefully <laughs> oh, no. oh damn dude oh, you just you gotta lean into it you gotta lean into it you're gonna say it yeah. no matter what we don't mean right. anything for people with flashbacks, so. <laughs> well, you may not be part of our underground network, but you know for sure that we're on the, the actual social media uh, at liquid underscore flannel on Twitter. Uh, Chuck, where, where can people find you? What have you been working on lately that you want to plug? I have um, not been working on a lot and have not been working on Twitter for sure. I did write a rap song, so maybe that'll come out sometime. Okay. But uh, until then, you can follow me at Shaggy2Trope on Twitter. And apparently check out his SoundCloud for that for that upcoming uh, rap epic. Yep, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm on Twitter, of course, at MathGuayet with a W. And Brendan? I'm at Brendan Williams with one L. I hope everybody had a safe, um, not altogether soggy... 4th of July, although if you're on the East Coast, you know, maybe it was better that it rained and Trump didn't get to have his big boom, boom, shoot, shoot, wheeled things party. That's right. Yeah, well, I'm going to party twice as hard for him. Oh, Don't yeah. worry, Trump. I got this one. You can right. back off. Brendan's, Brendan's an independent now, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, undecided voter. Hit me up, Trump. <laughs> we'll see you all next week. Bye now. <laughs>